Oakland can't afford to give away a penalty. There is the siren. there, what a finish, right to the death, they looked like they were gone Auckland, and aren't they happy? And Auckland come away with the win, five tries to four, 36 to 29. Well, that was a great victory, obviously, for Auckland, and uh, you could have been confused by thinking there was a massive crowd there with the effects when the final whistle was blown, but... Uh, it fooled you a wee bit because uh, that is not the case and it's quite a rare thing for NPC Rugby anywhere around the country. So Auckland is the latest provincial union taking NPC Rugby back to the people by staging uh, one of its really big home games of the season versus Waikato at uh, Bell Park and Pakaranga at the United, Pakaranga United Rugby Club this Saturday afternoon. Two o'clock kickoff. Let's hope it's a fine day. It's coined the black the backyard blitz round seven is to be uh, the first in what will become a new look rugby and entertainment experience as Auckland Rugby plans to revolutionise its Bunnings Warehouse NPC home games. Special infrastructure has been installed for the Battle of the Bombay's Derby that is expected to draw large crowds of supporters coming out in support of both the blue and white hoops and the Mulus based just over an hour south and uh, in control of the whole thing, putting it all together, is Auckland Rugby CEO Jared Bear. He's with us this morning. Good morning, Jared. Morning, Smithy. Top of the day to you. Yeah, top of the day to you. I uh, hope you have a terrific uh, day Saturday. Um, but when did this idea come about? How, mu- how much planning has been involved? Uh, it came about, uh, about this time last year when we come to realise that FIFA World Cup uh, was going to make Eden Park unavailable for the first three rounds of the NPC. Uh, we got lucky in terms of the draw that we didn't have any home games through those first three weeks, but we put uh, all of our planning in place and we think it's a fantastic and exciting idea, so we're following through on it. And we're looking at this as being the first of many uh, on the back of it being successful. It's really exciting. It's an opportunity for the team to get out there into, into Auckland and the different corners of Auckland and to offer event goers a really unique experience. We're alongside the rugby, there's going to be food trucks, there's going to be old-school boot parties, Auckland's number one cover band, uh, and we're also going to have Auckland's largest beer garden all on the go at the same time. Jared, why do you feel uh, people aren't coming uh, to rugby? Why aren't they coming to Eden Park in bigger numbers, you feel, at the moment? Oh, I, I think there's lots of lots of challenges, and if there was a, a silver bullet to all of those... Uh, would be able to answer it and get people in. But I think what we need to do as event entertainers uh, is provide them with different experiences um, that they want to engage with. Uh, because if you just want the rugby, it's pretty easy to, to sit at home, turn turn on the telly and, and great experience at home. So we've got to offer more than what someone can get at the, in the home experience. Jared, uh, Jared George Berry tried it uh, at Rangiora. It seemed to work quite well. Did you keep an eye on that one? Uh, yeah, and uh, my counterpart, Tony Smale, he, he told me that it uh, had a great impact down there in the community, really good feedback, um, and those that all went to it had a, had a fantastic experience. So um, I think, uh, yeah, we've got a great opportunity, and, and this Saturday the weather's looking great. Um, so it's a great opportunity for people to come out and, and enjoy a unique experience and, and watch Auckland as, uh, as they tackle on Waikato and hopefully get a bit of, bit of a run on going to the playoffs. Tell us a wee bit about uh, Bell Park and the facilities that people will have, and, and how many how many uh, are you expecting? 
so we're expecting uh, in between three and 4,000. Um, and a part of that, we've got uh, a large contingent attracted by the boot party. So if anyone's interested, uh, there's only eight boot party uh, passes left, and you can get those at aucklandrugby.flickit.co.nz. So that's one attraction that, uh, that, that uh, is getting a lot, of, a lot of attention. The other is um, uh, just creating a festival atmosphere just outside of the playing arena, uh, which will have a beer garden. It will have uh, live entertainment and bands. It will have a kid zone within it. Um, and then the ground itself, uh, Bell Park is an excellent um, community ground, top top neck field. Uh, we've got some temporary stadia in there. Uh, we've also got an embankment. Uh, so the fans are going to be right on top of the ground, and I know that the players love it when the fans are that close and, and they can they can hear the crowd. Um, to give an example of that, earlier this year when we were down at um, Bay of Plenty, it was a close one. I think we got home in the last minute. Uh, Zan Southern, as he was lining up the kick uh, after the game, he was telling me he could he could hear everybody in the crowd letting him know uh, what they thought of his chances of getting it over. So the players are up for it. It's going to it's going to be good, uh, and the fans, yeah, be right on top of the ground. So so much of of corporate involvement these days and putting things together is about sponsorship. It's about corporate involvement, etc. How do you? Uh, how do you get, give back to those at a venue like that? I mean, well, obviously there's corporate box holes at Eden Park, etc. How does the corporate side of it work when you take it on the road? Uh, so we've got a facility within um, Pakarang. It's a, it's a great uh, great club where we're going to be able to host all of our corporate partners. And this, uh, this game in particular is a bit of a special one, actually. Um, Barfoot and Thompson, who's been on our side for over 40 years this, uh, this year, uh, they're also celebrating 100 years uh, as a business. Um, so it's going to be a special occasion for them as Match Day sponsor, and we're going to be incorporating uh, a one-off unique jersey that the team will be playing in to recognise their achievement as a company, but also their support for us. But definitely um, there's opportunities for corporates because uh, we're expecting that, um, and, and it's a trend that's been happening, is that a lot, of, a lot of companies that want to be involved with rugby want to be giving it back to the grassroots, and um, this is a great way to be involved in it. Realistically, uh, in a normal season, how many home games could a union like yours share around different clubs? I mean, how many venues in Auckland uh, are a possibility for this? Uh, quite a few, and uh, going forward, it might not necessarily be a traditional rugby ground either. Um, so we've, we've thought about um, potentially, uh, because we're concentrating on the plus one event experiences that um, maybe we take something out west and it might be Waitakere or Waitamata Rugby Club and there might be a, a car show that's going on at, uh, in conjunction and in parallel at the same time so there's something else unique within the experience. Down south, uh, Auckland, is a beautiful park, Otahu Rugby Club, Surges Park, which is in a, uh, a completely terraced uh, environment. Uh, that would be a great place to have it. And then potentially going forward, it might be something we could look at at Victoria Park or on the outer oval at Western Springs and, and bring more of a uh, food festival experience in and around the rugby as well because we need to provide something that's going to be different to what people get at home. So alternatively, how many would you, in a normal season of what, uh, five or six home games being played at headquarters at Eden Park then? Uh, well, that's to be determined and, and hopefully uh, this weekend's going to be a success and and we'll look at the model and, and see what we can uh, do in the future. But at this stage, uh, yeah, we're open to options and we're also respectful that Eden Park's the, the home of Auckland rugby and, and we want to make sure that um, when the occasion's right, we want to give 
both the players and, and the fans an experience that they can enjoy. And I, I recall back to the 2018 and 2020 finals, Eden Park played a, a significant role in those home finals, uh, and we had really good numbers turn out for those occasions. At a festival-type uh, afternoon, like a Saturday afternoon, how... Uh, reliance still are you on security? I mean, how how easy was it, for instance, to get the licences for a, a beer garden and a boot party, etc., at a venue like Bell Park? Uh, we've got a, a really good team that have been working on this and, and they've engaged with some really good partners across uh, that community uh, specifically, but also within the council. And um, it's, it's, I guess, the formalities that you need to go through, but there hasn't been any outstanding challenges uh, that go with. It's just the sort of standard processes to, to get those event licences. But uh, in terms of security, um, we'll be making sure it's a safe and, and secure venue, but at the same time, we expect that uh, the environment's going to be quite different to uh, to a large stadium, and, and so, yeah, we're expecting that we won't have any issues on that front. Jared, I, I would imagine you might have uh, had a glance at that uh, report from the independent panel, which had really did target NPC level of rugby to a large degree. Uh, what did you What did you make of that? I mean, for instance, you know, you, you look at a stadium like uh, Eden Park. I mean, ballpark. How much would it cost you normally if you had Auckland Waikato? What, what's your, your straight out bill in a ballpark figure? Uh, probably can't answer that one because there's some commercial sensitivities to that, but. It's probably not as, as steep as, uh, as what you'd think. Probably the numbers are reported in terms of cost of putting on fixtures. Um, I think there's an expression that uh, stats never lie, but statisticians do. Um, and I, I'm not sure that uh, it's quite accurate because there's a lot of numbers that have been lumped into what the, uh, the high-performance costs are of provincial unions, which aren't true reflection of the, the actual cost dedicated to those programs. OK, right. Uh, just looking at... Um the side then uh, this year uh, playing some pretty good rugby, uh, terrific result over Canterbury, and right in the mix um, for the title this year. You must be pleased, and that would uh, I would imagine help as a draw card. Yeah, we're um, as a union we're, we're really pleased uh, how the NPC team's going, and on the back of the FPC team taking out the premiership uh, in the weekend over Canterbury, um, we're really happy with how our high performance programs are going. But the NPC specifically, Craig McGrath. He's the head coach and he's uh, done, a, done a lot of work to bring the team together to make sure that they're, they're connected and, and they're enjoying what they're doing. And I think going out to uh, Bell Park is just another chance for those guys to, to enjoy playing footy. And, and I think that's the beauty of NPC. When you talk to any of the players, they all give feedback, um, whether they're uh, coming through from club or through the academies or coming back from Super Rugby. They all just love the environment of, of playing an NPC, playing for their province, and getting out there and having some fun. And if you have a look at the competition this year, jeepers, I don't know how many games have gone down to the wire, um, and, mm. and you can't guarantee that any team's going to win on a particular day. It's been a, it's been a great competition to date, and it's going to be a race to see um, who fills the, the top eight positions, and, and everyone will be fighting for the top four so they can secure a, a home quarter final. So, yeah, three games to go. I know that... Uh, Craig and his his crew are very focused on uh, doing the business and, and hopefully bring some more games back to Auckland. Well, Jared, uh, thanks for talking to us this morning. Uh, all the best. I, I, first of all, I hope you get a great day uh, weather-wise. That would be fantastic. Uh, and and to get the three to 4,000 people. Uh, incidentally, Waikato, uh, are you expecting quite a few fans from Waikato? 
Uh, yeah, we always welcome those uh, with the cowbells. Um, they bring something to the atmosphere, and, and I'm sure that they'll get uh, as good as they give um, when they arrive. Uh, but that, but that's, that's the great part. Um, it's just the traditional rivalries, and, and everybody's got a home, and everybody's proud of where they come from. So I'm sure there's plenty of uh, people in Auckland that have come from Waikato, and it's a good opportunity for them to go out and support their home team as well. Right, uh, fantastic, mate. Uh, all the very best, and uh, let's hope it goes well. And uh, look forward to uh, hearing about uh, more venues that you're going to incorporate as time goes on. Uh, Jared, uh, all the very best. Thank you for your time. Thanks, Smithy. Cheers.